0: No, God is not a slot machine. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Got a question that came in from a viewer, longtime viewer, and it was asking about 2 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning with verse 6. I'm going to read it. It says, remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, that in all things at all times, having all that you need, You will abound in every good work. So what is this saying? Is it saying that if I go to church this Sunday and I give $1,000, that in the following week or two, I can expect $20,000 in return? No, God is not a slot machine that pays 20 to 1 odds. That's not what this is saying. In fact, I don't think he's even talking about money. Because back then, money was not what it is today money is a little piece of paper with a president's name on it or in other countries it could be a queen or it could be a coin that's worth it's something that has value in an economic system in a society back then their economic system involved cattle sheep it involved water food seeds It was an agrarian society and that's why Paul uses this term whoever sows sparingly reaps sparingly. Now think about that if I take five seeds of let's say corn and I plant five seeds of corn it's possible I'll get five stalks of corn growing and maybe maybe if I'm lucky and the raccoons don't eat it ten years of corn maybe a few more maybe a dozen but if I take 20 seeds or 30 seeds and I plant them in the ground. They might not all grow. In fact, those five, they might not all grow either. But the more seeds I put in the ground, the more I'm going to get back. So wait a minute, Phil, you just said that if I give $1,000, I'm not going to get 20,000 back. That's right. Let me ask you a question. Where does your money come from? We'll, we'll talk about money for right now. Well, where does your money come from? From your paycheck? Okay, who made it possible for you to have a paycheck? Who made it possible for you to have a job? Who made it possible for you to drive to a place where you can have a job or you can get a paycheck? God did. God did. So if everything comes from God, then why are we holding on to it? Whether it is money, time, talent... Whatever it is that you are giving, and it doesn't always have to be money. What this is saying is, God wants us to give what he has given to us. And when we give away what he has given to us, it allows him to move in and make sure that we're never in want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But what if you hold on to it, then you don't need anything else from God because you've held on to what you already have. If you hold on to your time and you don't share your time with others, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to have very much time. If you hold on to your money and you don't share it with people in need, you know what's going to happen? You're going to live paycheck to paycheck. Oh, God will make sure that you're living But when we give, he will make sure that you are taken care of. Now, there's no formula. There is absolutely no formula we can follow. That is not how God is. You can give away all of your money and not necessarily get a single dime back. That's not how this works. This is not some kind of algebraic equation that A plus B equals C And 2x times 3 equals a bunch of money for Phil. That's not what this means. What it is, is it's God saying, trust me. I've given you everything. Give away a little, not necessarily money, time, talents, whatever you can give. Whatever is needed, give. I gave away a bag full of clothes one day, and I was so excited about it. Because I lost a lot of weight and because I couldn't wear them anymore. But that's not the point. (laughs) I was cheerful for another reason. But no, what I mean is I gave it away to someone in need. I could have just thrown it in the trash and said, I don't need these anymore. But I found out that there was someone who needed it. So I gave those clothes away. And now, guess what? Years later, you ask Tanya, I got too many clothes. And most of them were given to me by other people. It's... Again, this is not a do this and God will do this for you. You cannot look at it that way. What God is saying here, what Paul's saying is, God wants us to give away what he has given us and he will make sure that we are never in want. But when we hold on to what we have, then we don't need it, so God's not going to give it. I hope that makes sense. So in a sense, there is a spiritual formula here but it's not a, plug this number in and this is how much I'm getting back. No, it doesn't work that way at all. God wants us to focus on him. An attitude of cheerful giving says, I trust you, God, I trust you. I am happy to be able to help someone and God is now helping me. I'm telling you, it is a spiritual law that people who give more money to church They never have a need for it people who hold on to it and say i'm saving this for a rainy day or you know what has some unexpected car bills so i'm not going to do my tithe this week those car bills are not going to go away and maybe the car is going to break down again now it's not that god's making that happen you know, God doesn't make us plan our feet on the ground with gravity. He created gravity. He created the law of gravity, and now it just works. It's not like God saying, oh, Phil's walking. I've got to make sure his feet stay on the ground, and he doesn't float away. No, gravity just works. This spiritual law just works. It has nothing to do with God intervening. It's just what it is. It's a spiritual law that just works because it's a spiritual law. Like, gravity is a physical law. I hope that makes sense so please also keep in mind this is not just about money I'm not telling you that you have to go to church and you have to give X amount of money every week because when you do it under compulsion it's not a cheerful giver it's it just it's a burden you work out with God if you even are going to give any money at church and there are people who don't and they're fine but they give in other ways they might serve in the church. Now, it's not to say the people that serve in the church are not giving money in the church. You can't make it into a formula. I can't say it enough. You go to God. You find out. Well, how do I know, Phil? How do I know what God's saying to me? It's like this. We pray. We say, God, how much should I give at church? Oh, a number came to mind. I think I'll give that. Oh, that number seems kind of high. You know what, though? That's the number that came to mind. I'm trusting God. I'll ask again. Oh, that number came to mind again. That's the number I'll give, no matter what it is. And allow God then to take care of you through His spiritual laws. It works. Whether it be money, time, information, clothing, cleaning supplies, I don't care what you give, and you will be taken care of. Keep for yourself. Plant five seeds, you get five stocks. Plant 50 seeds, you might get 100 stocks. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. You've just listened to Bible Time. New episodes come out every Tuesday and Saturday at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening.